Welcome to our OnlyFans. Sup? <laughs> I mean... Getting that intimate vibe. Good lighting set up for it, you know? I feel like I should get contracted to set up lighting to for light. OnlyFans people. I think that may be a nice side hustle. I got a wedding to pay for. So... So hit your boy up. I'm taking I'm taking on some different different avenues of uh, of income. I'm so. sure there's a subreddit that could supply you with this kind of demand. I mean, ring lights are so dope now that I I feel sure. like it's not a job anymore. Yeah, so. but people want that cinematic content. You know? Okay, that's what we're paying for. All right, hard switch. We were talking about this earlier. We're gonna get right into today's episode. <laughs> okay, cinematic. <laughs> Is it a is it a mindset? That is the question. Yeah. Totally. 100%. It's like, I'll, I'll be walking, wincing down the street, mm. just going to get a coffee. But if you turn on that, like, you know, cinematic cinematic mode, if you will, mm. um, then it's all of a sudden you're like looking at like windows differently. You're looking at like shapes differently. You're light, just like, light's a big one. Yeah, like framing everything. And there's like, ooh, the way that like street lights the street lamps are falling on the street is cool like mm-hmm. everything so i really think it's like a mode that you actually put your mind into 100 percent hands down mm-hmm. i i think that there are characteristics of a picture and i'm not just talking like video i'm talking about photos like and stills. video. it's just frames the, there's an aesthetic that people have put in affiliation with the word cinematic so mm-hmm. we're talking like yeah, us included probably. Us for sure, forever. Like I, you know, maybe even like three years ago, it'd been like, yeah, a little bit of a crushed shadows, creamy highlights, um, the way things are framed, always horizontal, probably like sixteen by nine. That's those are things that you kind of put together in your mind as cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it one hundred percent is a mindset, and I, I agree with you. Have you switched? Like I definitely hold a lot of things vertically when filming, but I don't think that's a good point that you have. Have you ever like set up a cinematic frame vertically first? For photos, for sure. True. Like, True. like yeah, I guess that's a must. Yeah, you have to. Like, there's. I would definitely in photos. I think I'm having. I'm having a difficulty right now with the vertical video. Obviously, it's taken over social media, and like it's it's almost impossible to not consider shooting things vertically now because you know where it's going to live whether it be on instagram reels tiktoks youtube shorts it's kind of just like habitual now totally yeah it's the cinematic eye and like taste and and mindset is not necessarily transferable into the vertical landscape (laughs) that sounds so funny but in the vertical (laughs) realm (laughs) it's not (laughs) fuck uh, it's not the same it doesn't feel the same so there's times where it's so for for example i i run i do some photo like words today brother words i do some content creation for uh, a chain of restaurants mm-hmm. and right now they're trying to transition away from photos and get more into the reels and as every other business is mm-hmm. and that's fine because i do have like a deep film background you know, we've been making films forever. Um, and like, like, yeah, we want like cinematic, like restaurant videos. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Those have never existed. So, you know, like, I don't want to like just watch a bunch of like Daniel Schiffer videos and <laughs> cut a bunch of like, like slow ramp whip montages. Nothing against Daniel Schiffer. He created that 
that niche of video but yeah. it's just not my style and i want to and i'm very precious maybe too precious about video where like i always just want to make tender beautiful shit mm -hmm. but when a restaurant's like yo make cinematic ig reels i'm like how <laughs> how do you do that so today i was doing like coffee montages which is like i could just watch again a peter mckinnon video and be like yeah fuck yeah, yeah. that's how we do it i did do that but then as i'm making it I as soon as I turn my camera vertical it's like i forgot how to make movies again yeah i like completely i was like how does light work like where should my light be like what <laughs> the, what the fuck is what am i doing here but when it's photos yeah. i can immediately get into the zone but video i just i'm having a hard time switching always into vertical mode yeah I 100% agree with you and I don't know, I can't put my finger on what that is when you like, I think it's just like sh once you shrink the frame so much in that like kind of 9 by 16 aspect ratio, it like mm. kind of limits you to like what you can do, I guess, and how you can play with the full frame. Definitely. Like composition, your whole concept of composition is flipped upside down or mm. 90 degrees, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it's like having to reframe your brain. And, and there are some people who do it really well. Um, I've been watching a lot of beautiful Instagram reels lately that are, the composition is gorgeous. However, you can tell some of them are just repurposed, like typical, like 16 by nine videos that are just punched in a lot. And there's mm -hmm. obviously just some beautiful imagery, but it, it's tough. I feel like I always have to like center frame everything to make it look yeah. good or look yeah. decent. And center framing is so boring. Mm -hmm. Like I remember the video I just sent you on YouTube by, I can't remember what that YouTube channel is. It's an amazing YouTube channel, but essentially they break down like different film scenes or different, uh, uh, like different tactics on filmmaking and composition. And one was about drive. The movie oh, drive. Oh, oh yeah. Every frame is a painting. Exactly. Yes. Every yeah. frame is a painting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You could have helped me so long Dude, ago. I had no idea what you were talking ah. about. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe it's my feet in your face that's throwing you off. It's a fucking, it's a smell, buddy. Do you think people are taking us seriously so far? Or they're just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening and not watching, we are lying on a couch together and our, we're, you're going to have to just come on YouTube. Yeah. You're just going to have to, we're, we're sharing I mean, the couch right now. Lying even down. on Spotify, you can just pop this thing open. You can see us right now. Hey, this is our faces. What's good? <laughs> Anyways, every frame is a painting. They broke down drive and they were really dissecting how the composition in some things would there would be different stories happening in different quadrants of the frame like uh you'd have say it's a conversation piece and there's two people and the one that has a little kid in the top two frames you have seen the conversation going on but then in the bottom frame you see the kid being held by his mother and the way that that kid is reacting to the top frames tells a completely different story and a mm -hmm. different feel. And then for example, or another one, there's a scene where there's a lot of negative empty space in one shot. And you're like, Oh, why this shot is so awkward. Why is there so much empty space behind him? And then you find out 30 seconds later in the same shot, someone walks in. So you're, you're creating intentions and you're creating notions that something's going to happen in these spaces where in vertical framing and composition, it's like, you don't really get that option, bro. It's like top frame, bottom frame or like center. And like, honestly, I'm in the place where I'm just, vert I'm just center framing a lot of shit. But right even now. that, like, so I'm starting to create some YouTube shorts right now. And if you pull up like your safe guide, um of like same thing on instagram and whatever where the like where the like and the comment and where your username is going to be on instagram mm -hmm. 
that completely destroys. Ooh, good point. Good the t- point. the t- you lose like the top third and the bottom third of your frame, so you have to center frame everything. So you can't really play that much with these things. Interesting, and even too like on TikTok and Instagram Reels, on the right side, there's that bar of like icons where you can like like it or exactly. share it, and you lose that bit too. That's exactly. So it's what not I'm even talking like about. it's not even like center framing anymore. It's like pushed off a little bit to the left even too Mm -hmm. yeah wow it's bizarre i don't really like it look it sucks i'm 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 at the place again where i was last year maybe it's a winter thing that i just like like leave or gravitate towards one sort of thing and right now that's youtube and i'm just like i don't have time for instagram i'm like fluctuating with either deleting it entirely or trying to become an influencer there's (laughs) never an in-between it's always that dichotomy that we ride absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah well this is it's not going anywhere so we might as well just get really good at it i guess mm. <laughs> we we could be purists we could be like now film is never dying fucking horizontal forever but uh clients don't they want what's new they want what's fresh yeah, yeah. you know of course but i don't know i feel like the challenge alone is also interesting and it's enough for this contradicts completely with how we were talking about vertical videos like six months ago. We were like, no, everything sucks. Everything's well. Now it's like, well, all right, well, here, this is it. This is what we're doing now. And, you know, YouTube Shorts now is also, uh, they're paying people through YouTube Shorts now. That's yeah. a huge thing. Yeah. That's big. And why do you think, why is that big for you? Well, it's because you you get to collect some revenue off of it. For sure. Uh, and it's a huge thing for YouTube to be able to like become partners just through shorts. So they're, they're really just driving that this year mm. to make, uh, I think it's not the, I think it's like 45% or something. I don't want to say, actually say numbers cause I, I'm probably wrong, but it is a very positive thing that they're starting to pay for, for views and stuff. And Absolutely. Cause there's a lot of YouTube channels that have garnished their, almost their entire growth through totally. YouTube shorts. Like totally. I think of like Colin Samir, they were pioneers of creating shorts almost every single day and their following just skyrocketed and they've made even videos about how YouTube shorts changed the trajectory of their, their channel. And now they're, they're doing great things. They're doing big things, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I think of even like a local guy, uh, Anthony Gugliotta, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He kills it on shorts. Yeah. Just tech review camera guy and nice guy. He's from our hometown. Shout out to Pickering. What's up? And, you know, his YouTube shorts actually gained a lot more views than his than his like static videos and his channel. And now someone like him can actually make, you know, hopefully a decent amount, a chunk of money and mm-hmm. ownership and viewership through these shorts that he does really well. So I think that is a good area of growth for, for YouTube. Yeah, it'll be an interesting year. Definitely. I don't really want to talk about vertical video anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty over it too. <laughs> I'm pretty over it. What I really wanted to talk about though, was was friendship i'll talk about friendship for a second not our friendship kind of about a friendship <laughs> what's your thought on working with friends i'm gonna keep it as blunt as that is what's my thought with working with friends mm-hmm. hmm if the price is right <laughs> why is it about money bro right away uh, well it's tricky i guess but it, it, money is definitely a factor within that. Um, generally, my rule of thumb, I guess, is I have to be invested first. Um, like, like the idea? 
Yeah, like if and if I don't like the idea, then it has to be a money thing, I guess. Mm. Like if I can't see it being like a fun thing, um, say if it's like a corporate event or something, then it's just like, sure, it's fun working with friends, but also like you're there's that double edged sword of like you're expecting them to do more because they're your friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like true that you. And I've been in that position on both ends of the spectrum, like expecting people to do that. So like because of that preconceived notion that you'll fall into, um, the money kind of has to be there. Right. For that. Right. That makes sense. Maybe that's a weird stance to take, but that's maybe the one I'm going to take today. (laughs) Dude, hey, you know what? That is a valid stance for sure. I was thinking even like simpler. Like you got right into it. I'm like, that's great. That's a good stance to have. I think that so I'm gonna peel it back a little bit and go, okay. go for the simple. Okay, okay. I think there there is just this overall notion that working with friends can be uh, a little dicey, a little rocky because there, totally. there's a clash of egos that could happen. There's can be disagreements that could also bleed into your friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also expectations, like you were saying, like yeah. to, you know, it because it is still work. There are expectations that need to be met, and so now you're trying to balance your friendship but also the professional world and trying to find, we struggle with this too, like business and then friendship and having to like dial in between the two of them. Totally. Uh, but we've been doing it so long that it feels second nature now. Like I don't even bat an eye when you ask me to like f- work on a film with you or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. But my general overall perspective on working with friends and when people say that you shouldn't, I personally think that you just don't have good enough friends and like like viable trusting or relationships or or relationships thank you that's 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 it too like your community is there to like vouch for you and work hard for you and they want to uphold your name as much as they want to uphold their own and if you're surrounded by good people and good team they're your friends it becomes fun and then also Mm -hmm. in general too just it's a great experience and then you one of the best feelings is getting your circle to eat everyone can eat right totally it's like if I get paid, I want all my friends to also get paid and I want to work with my friends and let them like propel their career to a different level as well as they would do the same thing for me. Totally. Yeah. So like we've made a lot of projects in 2022 with friends and it was one of the best years in terms of the stuff that we've made. Mm-hmm. But caveat, we've definitely been put in tricky situations where we agree to work with friends and it does fall flat because we didn't do enough time and investing in like loving a concept or loving an idea or like really agreeing with the basis and the foundation of a project my mind immediately goes back to like our our fresh like fresh us starting to work together like our relationship was pretty solid but any like quote-unquote friend that would be like whoa you guys are dope let's start working like making music videos and stuff (laughs) so many of those projects it was like friend vibes but it the relationships didn't stack up the money didn't stack up like Mm -hmm. everything was just kind of mismatched uh no no great lead essentially Mm -hmm. and great direction and yeah like it's music videos are already notoriously poor when it comes to paying their vendors you know like there's not a lot of money in music video creation or like brand of artist development period all the money goes towards the label or obviously in the artist's hands so when it comes to the paying down 
the pyramid of things, the creators for their image kind of already trickle to the bottom. So money already very scarce in that industry, but now you're mixing in for friends and you're starting to do favors. And that's, it's, it's tricky because there, it's a lot of work specifically music videos it's a lot of work especially the music videos that we would want to make (laughs) yeah you know the concepts were grand and we didn't have the the gear the budget the help to do so Mm -hmm. and then you get into situations where you have this grandioso idea and then you make it and it's nothing like it and now you've disappointed your friend who didn't pay you enough and like funded enough so now it's like this situation where you're like ah i don't know it's like the spider-man meme where it's like yeah yeah not enough hands in the in the pre-pro in the production and then at the end you're like well i did as much as i could with the budget that was provided so yeah but i think it's like a trial and error of like we've done that numerous times to be like okay how do we finesse this to actually get like a good product well one of those ways is actually like caring up front about the project and the outcome and also like leveling off your uh ideas to be like well you know this is a grandiose idea but let's pull it back because let's make it actually doable and like do that the best we possibly can for sure and it's good to dream like you can definitely dream big and you it's really important actually for any kind of growth Mm. and have these grand ideas but there is a a realism and like you have to come back down to reality to understand what you can actually afford to make because it, it's true like money does dictate the quality of some, or the, like not the quality the delivery of something yeah. of a project you know like say like you know you wanted this beautifully shot video that's all in slow-mo and then you only have like a rebel 2i where it doesn't even shoot more than 20 frames for frames per second you obviously now need a camera that can shoot higher frame rates but if you can't afford to get a camera with a frame rate then obviously the idea is already kiboshed it's already yeah, in the totally. shits so that was a really poor and archaic example <laughs> but yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know why my mind went there i'm triggered by like us making videos at 18 i'm like but can a rebel t1i yeah, like the, the 60d and stuff ah, the 60 i'm yeah. i'm trying to pull it back to uh like just in general i think and maybe this is just from my experience where it's just like not not crazy budget stuff. It's more so passion projects that I've worked on with friends. And I think that's why I'm saying like simplifying the idea because it leads to like, it leads to a sense of respect of working with your friends. And that Mm. is, I I think something that you can't pass on when you're working with people that you have a good relationship with. Like you have to bring that respect in with the caveat of like, you know, I'm, I'm going to respect even somebody that I don't know, but even right. more so, uh, when I bring like you on or somebody or I'm getting brought on, like, I hope that's just a more thought of piece of the puzzle to be like, I know they're not going to waste my time. I'm here for a purpose. For it's sure. not just like I'm putting in my hours just for a paycheck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think another way to even decide if this is something you would want to get into work with, with your friends is, uh, identifying like communication styles. You know, just True. because you're friends good and one, you have yeah. a good relationship, if your communication styles are very different, maybe one's more blunt and one's more uh, illustrious, illustrative, very flowery, or like people can't be very direct with one another, that can be very 
uh, troublesome for a production of something, right? Totally. We, so for like you and I, because we've known each other for so long, like there are moments that we don't ever snap at each other ever, never on set. We're like always never on set, never on set. <laughs> Only when we're driving through the East coast of Canada and you're getting me lost and not being a good fucking navigator. Oh my God. Anyway, touchy subject, <laughs> touchy subject, but like on set, I ask you something you say, yep, got it or coffee or whatever. Yeah. And the same thing, you ask me for something and we, we can just communicate and we know how that style works. But you know, maybe someone isn't really good at absorbing direct conversation mm-hmm. or like having leaning into asks or, you know, it just communication styles are, can be very, uh, very diverse on set. And if your friends aren't down to have a very similar conversation style or communication style, it will fall apart too. And identifying that early on as possible is really important for the overall success of the project. Yeah, that's a really great one that I didn't even think of. If we had to create like a little checklist, I don't want to put us on the spot, but I kind of am by saying that. But I would say that is definitely something like pre-going into a project, what would you be like? Okay, we need to tackle uh, a communication style. So if I just yell at you, like, go get me a light stand. You're not going to be like, oh my God, he didn't say please. It's just like... Is he mad at me? Fuck this guy. You know what? Fuck No, it's just like all in set you know yep exactly other one would be do you do you even like the idea yeah are before you, that yeah, yeah number one is it a favor or is it something Ooh. that is collaborative that you actually want to make that's another yeah. big one we could have a whole episode on that totally but. like establishing where your position is are you helping hands or are you trying to get in are they asking you to like creative creatively help and lead yeah exactly and that dictates on how much work you can offer because there is only so much free work that you can give even to like your friends you know like yeah if my friend's like yeah i need you to dp something but the budget's always this one i'll try and shrink the deliverable just so we can make it equal but then two if it's if it's something that i actually really like the concept of then i'm like okay i'm 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 gonna do it because i also want this for my uh for my portfolio and i also want to help you because you're my friend yeah a win-win scenario exactly win-win scenario is it a win-win scenario is your communication styles on point? What's another one? Give a third one just for the for the peeps. Hmm. I don't think I have the third one. Hmm. Maybe conflict, how to tackle conflict. Yes. Because it's kind of inevitable. Um, and maybe establish boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries. That's a really good yeah. one, actually. Like for me, a lot of times it's Winston. And I feel a lot of respect when people bring me into projects. Um, like I... I have to look after a dog. So when I'm on like 12 hour days or 14 hour days, I got to take a break somewhere in there and let him go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I feel a ton of respect when somebody's like, yo, our dinner's right here. You can go home and feed your dog and we'll all be at this location when you come back. And I'm like, perfect. Great. Thanks. Awesome. We've yeah. done that a few times. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, Oh, another big one in terms of what you just say. Boundaries. Boundaries. Uh, boundaries around delivery expectations. Oh Yeah. That's a yeah. huge one with too. friends with friends specifically extended because if a client is paying you like we need this uh, in two weeks like fully wrapped it's like you got it you're paying yeah. me the client but if my friend's like yo we got to shoot this and then I also want this by like tomorrow yeah I'm like mm, buddy come on <laughs> come on come on now you're not paying me now. bring the you're respect you got to respect my time because I'm taking so much time out of my life which is money 
but also I want to donate to you because I care about you, but mm -hmm. you also got to have some leeway on the delivery time because, you know, you, we're doing this out of passion and mm -hmm. have to help each other out of respect and love for one another. So setting, understanding what the, you know, the expectation on the delivery is and also not getting rinsed too of like too many delivery <laughs> deliverables, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. You know, it's like, yeah, just do a music video. It's like, cool. It's like, cool. I also want seven different videos for TikTok. I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fire. <laughs> Great. For sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Can definitely do those cut downs. Yeah. So quick little re recap on the four. It's, do you even like the project? Is it like a win-win for both people? Yeah. Uh, establishing communication styles. And what your role is. And what your role is. Um boundaries just like relational boundaries and also personal boundaries but then and also understanding and giving flexibility on the expectations around deliverables mm -hmm. big ones boom pretty not bad for being on the spot yeah and that goes for like i feel like we hovered a, a lot around like um more so lower budget like friendly passion projects with friends mm -hmm. but that goes the exact same way with like big budget stuff that your friends are working on too. Yeah. Like it's just a good, good starting place. I think for sure. I always want to hire friends at the end of the day. Like I always want to hire my friends and bring them on. Totally. And the ones, my friends, friends that I do work with are the ones that respect me and respect my time. And also we respect what we've done for each other, mm -hmm. you know, and we all just collectively want to make something really cool. And yeah, that's it. Big time. Big time, man. I can't feel my feet. Yeah, dude, my feet are going numb too. My my foot is numb. This is not the. Gr this was a cool <laughs> idea or a funny idea until we got here. And how many how many minutes are? Yeah, we my in? back kind of hurts. I, we should let's just wrap it. Nah, let's let's, we gotta it. do our segment. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> All right, before we before we tap out, you already know one tool thing that is helping you with your process Oof. right now, whether it's in your work, your life, lifestyle, personal. What's the thing? Oh, man, I got a good one. Hit me. Okay, so the other day I went to Staples, get some printer ink, you know, classic office supplies. Dude, I love Staples. It's actually, like, low-key pretty good. I got I, a nice candle there, which I never thought. I'm like, Staples with candles? Yeah. Anyways. Love a good pen. I got myself exactly that, a really dope, nice, fine tip pen. Nice. Uh, so shout out to Sharpie that's that's for making. I think it's like 0. 0.3. Ooh, good one. Like so it's one. like not yeah, not too fine. Um, but yeah, it just really ups the like journal entry game. Sick. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good feeling to like put pen to paper. It's the beginning of the year. Been doing a lot of like not resolution. I don't really like that word, but like you know, mm -hmm. just a lot of writing and, and recapping and things to look forward to throughout the year and things I want to work on. So. Amazing. Yeah, mine is, mine is a good old just a pen. pen. Yeah, mine is also tactile related as well. Ooh. I, you know me, I love writing things down, but sometimes my brain doesn't. Is yours a pen too? Kind of, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I always have planners and shit, but mine yeah, are usually yeah. like gigantic. Yeah. And when I bring them to meetings, people always make fun of me for having gigantic planners and like half the time binder. The, and the days are like empty because so my thing is when i don't have anything written in those days those are my editing days those are the days where i'm at a computer right. and i'm just like so crushing you, you don't need to know that i don't even yeah. know it but because my planners are always so big and i whip them out at meetings they're like hey, look at this you don't have much going on do you you have like a couple meetings right. Dude, screw, screw, bug off yeah right? screw off so now i got this really sleek one from muji that's like 
maybe the size of my Ooh, hand. Mooji's nice too. I got a pretty big hand, but like it's, I don't know. It's like like pocketable. It looks pocketable. Almost pocketable. It's about like twelve inches, something like that. Okay. Not too small, not too big, but the quality on this really nice, like not leather, but it's just plush, and it looks so nice that I like bringing it around. I like the way it's broken down, where it's by weeks, and there's a nice chunk where I can write each in each day what my day is going to be like, and pretty detailed too. And then there's also some striped lines. What I'm getting at is that I love planners. I don't really like using my phone, even though it's helpful. Yeah. But having a planner with me at all times where i can write down allows me to also check out from being on my like spending so much time on my phone yeah and being very intentional about scheduling my life and like seeing and writing it down to paper just allows me to absorb it more and soak it in definitely what i need to do definitely. versus like setting a bunch of alarms and now it's part of like my routine like i wake up have water have coffee and i look at my planner i'm like cool this is what i got going on for the day or for the nice. week and if it's task oriented, I'm going to use Notion. Like I'll, I will use that kind of stuff. Totally, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, get tactile, folks. Yeah, get get tactile. <laughs> drop the phone. Get off. Turn off this podcast. And uh, yeah, go outside. <laughs> go. All right. I'm on a wave today, man. Yeah. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, okay, let's end it there. We'll end it anyways. You know where to find us. Find us Spotify, YouTube, YouTube videos. Oh, check out Spenny T. Got a bunch of YouTube shorts coming. Yeah. Subscribe February, to the channel. February, baby. February, baby. That's it. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. All right. I'm uncomfortable now. See ya. Backwards. Oh my God. Love you. <laughs> Bye.